Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient. So anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. BetterHelp offers access to licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited psychologists, marriage and family therapists, clinical and social workers, and board-licensed professional counselors. You can pay a low flat fee for unlimited counseling with your counselor. Counseling doesn't have to be expensive. There have been thousands of people who have benefited from online therapy, myself included. With BetterHelp, you can switch counselors at any point if you don't feel like you're getting enough benefit. And you can do it at your own time, at your own pace. You can communicate with therapists as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. Help is always available at the time and place that you need. So if you're ready, head over to betterhelp.com forward slash loved. For a limited time, they're offering all of our Radically Loved listeners 10% off of your first month. You could also use the discount code loved and it'll automatically be applied. Head over to betterhelp.com forward slash loved. That's L-O-V-E-D. Or you can simply head over to the info button of this podcast and go to the link directly. A special thank you to BetterHelp for supporting us and our community. This episode is brought to you by Ready Slim. Okay, I had an aversion to the name of this tea at first because I'm so, I have an allergy to toxic diet culture. But one thing that I will say using Ready Slim Detox Teas is that they are made with the highest quality, they're 100% organic, and they boost your metabolism and help with digestion while also reducing bloating and gas. Ready Slim Detox Teas are made with no fillers, no additives, and no laxatives, so they're safe to drink daily. Ready Slim has a 28-day detox tea kit for everything that you need. The Wakey Wakey Morning Detox Tea helps boost your energy levels to start the day off right. And their Snoozy Night Detox Tea, which is the one that I love, it's my favorite one. It helps you relax and it supports the natural detox process while you're getting your well-deserved beauty sleep. So you can say hello to a better and brighter you. And now for a limited time, you can save 25% off of your first order of Ready Slim's 28-Day Detox Tea Kit. Go to readyslim.com forward slash loved. That's R-E-A-D-Y-S-L-I-M dot com forward slash loved. So you can get 25% off of your first purchase of Ready Slim's 28-day detox tea kit, plus a free collapsible water bottle. Readyslim.com forward slash loved. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wisdom Wednesday. Wisdom Wednesday. Oh, so we decided it was singular, right? Well, I kind of like that because you started off and then I can finish it and and people can't tell our voices apart anyways. So maybe it sounds like... (laughs) 
saying it together? I don't know. Do you know we've had several other uh, messages, people thanking us for the one episode that we did where we kept saying, this is Rosie, by the way, where we hey, kept Rosie. saying, where we kept saying who we were when we were talking. Really? Okay. So I had this no is idea. Tessa. Yeah. Me, I wouldn't have ever thought that. Um but very interesting. It's it's cute. I like it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind it at all. So, you guys, we're in season seven. Finally, it's finally here. Uh, oh. I want to right. Yeah. Well, and I was just thinking, and I love the artwork. I wonder if people are commenting on the beautiful new artwork. And I don't know that many designs. people. <laughs> I mean, I look at it every day, so I really look at it. And right. Uh, I appreciate it for you. <laughs> No, it's beautiful. It's fun. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we did a Chloe Leonard who designed my website and she's actually in the middle of doing another redesign for when the book comes out. We're very mm -hmm. excited about that. She's done all the graphics and all the artwork and stuff. Um, yeah, so we, we love it. We thank you, Chloe. You did an amazing job. And um, yeah, so the elephant in the room is that I've been out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> And not just for our summer break, but I got COVID. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Let's take a couple of breaths on that one. And <laughs> also because breath. I'm still trying to catch my breath. Um, so I, I sent a newsletter out a couple of days ago, um, just telling everybody, obviously, that Tori and I both got COVID and that we, thank God, are on the mend. And I... Uh, said that I would record a podcast telling everybody what happened because a lot of people are very curious kittens. Mm -hmm. But I will say this, um, and I will start off coming, trying to come from a loving place, but you will all have to have a little bit of uh, compassion for me because I'm still recovering and I'm still a little bit foggy brain and a little bit tired. And usually when I'm tired, I have zero filter. And so <laughs> I will say that although I appreciate a lot of people reaching out and responding to the newsletter, the number one thing that every single person asked and in a very callous way was, are you vaccinated? Mm. And I want to just have us all take a moment to remember that we deal with humans at the other end of our communication, uh, other people at the other ends of our comments, other people at the other ends of our emails or text messages and so on. And I think it's very important to, instead of going into a place of judgment, mm -hmm. that we go into a place of wholeheartedness. And I'm not saying that for any other reason. I was not vaccinated. Uh, just so that everybody knows. And I am not anti-vax. I just hadn't been vaccinated yet. And I want to make sure that that's very clear for everybody listening to this podcast. So we now have uh, antibodies, which is really great. Right. We now can't get vaccinated for uh, another... Well, I mean, I, I think we can, but our doctor recommended that we wait about 90 days so that right. you know we can our bodies can recover fully from this this last experience and and we can then go go into it um, yeah again that's well, like what my doctor recommended so 
I've heard the same thing. Jorge's best friend in Mexico is, is also a doctor. He's actually the director for infectious diseases in, um, Celaya, which is in a city in Guanajuato. And he said that, that your antibodies, if you contract coronavirus are good for 90 days. So like you, I don't know if immune is, is the right word. I don't, I don't want to say that too. Loosely. Yeah. I don't want to say that either, a doctor, but, right. But um, <laughs> what I was told is that you, yes, you're good for 90 days, um, with antibodies. And then just like you can get the flu every year, you can contract coronavirus yeah. again. Yes. Yeah. Well, I have two friends that are both vaccinated and both are, have coronavirus right now. Mm-hmm. Um, both are doing totally fine. It's very, it's very mild comparatively to what my experience was. Um, and obviously I know that if I had been vaccinated, the, I wouldn't have maybe gotten as bad as I did. Um, but again, it's like, I, I'm, there's no, I mean, what am I going to do? I can't lament. It's like what's done is done. <laughs> Yeah. What's done is done. And now all that we could do is move forward and make sure that we do our absolute 100% best, whether it takes me out of work for a day, which seems so innocuous now because I've missed two and a half weeks of work, right? Mm -hmm. It's like my fear of losing that one day because my sisters both got sick. My dad got sick. My aunt got everybody. So, so my entire family up North, I think I talked about this before. They all got COVID last December every single Mm. one of them. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that was really scary, obviously, but, um, they, they also all got vaccinated early this spring. And so again, it was that whole experience of everybody got sick and that was Mm -hmm. my fear. I'm like, Oh, I can't get that sick because I have to do this or I have to do that. And it's just like, again, what good did it do me? I ended up losing way more than I would have had I just gone to get vaccinated. Right. You know? Yeah. Oh, so the yeah, lessons so th- we learn in hindsight, right? Man, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. And, and another thing, uh, this is such a great, and it's a great topic for wisdom Wednesday because mm. everybody's going to have an opinion. And I do appreciate everybody emailing like that is concerned. And there were definitely people that were just wanting to send good healing vibrations and all that good stuff and i understand that the people that are asking about the vaccination they're just wanting it's coming from a good place internally you know Mm -hmm. like i i know or maybe that's what i've told myself in my heart but again it's like people have to be very gentle with how they interact with other people you know i I, there's just so and like I said I'm not going to touch this fucking topic because I'm not going into that spin of negativity with people believing this or people believing that I, I respect whatever you want to believe for yourself all that all I'm saying is that for me I was very sick and I was very afraid mm-hmm. and I don't ever want to be that sick ever again in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's my assessment. And I have so much more compassion for people that have gone through this. And obviously people like yourself that have lost people because of this awful virus. Mm -hmm. And I just pray that we can really tune into that, tune into being 
more compassionate and more empathetic towards each other as opposed to pointing fingers and being uh, attacking other people and and not have any information. You know, right. it's like the people that I felt I was being attacked from maybe assumed that I was like anti-vax mm-hmm. and they were coming for me in a very aggressive way. And I'm like, there's a difference between somebody not being vaccinated and somebody being anti-vax. Mm-hmm. There's big a big difference, big, yeah. huge. And I think that people need to remember that and really take stock. So mm-hmm. that's my wisdom for today. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we're so fortunate in this country, you know, if you're listening from the United States of America, we're really fortunate to have all these vaccines. We can choose whether we not, whether or not we want to get, we have the choice in so many other countries. My, my father-in-law stood in line for eight hours to get his first vaccine in Mexico. And, um, then it's kind of like, Oh, well, whenever the second dose is available and whatever variety of the second dose is available, you just have to wait. I think he waited like eight weeks. Um, so we're fortunate. We're so fortunate in this country to have choice, you know, to have the ability to make a conscious decision. Yeah. Yeah. And to have an incredible like body of doctors and professionals that are out there just, Oh my goodness. I can't even tell you like all the nurses and all the doctors, uh, that we interacted with are literal angels. I mean, these people are putting their lives on the line. Mm-hmm. Every yeah. single nurse that I talked to while I was there at, at urgent care, both times, every single nurse I talked to had 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 COVID mm-hmm. last year, like when mm-hmm. this whole thing happened. All the doctors, one of the doctors that I saw told me that he got, he was hospitalized. He's like, I was in the hospital, <laughs> like- and I'm a doctor like yeah you know and I'm just like wow it is something that definitely should not be um it's a real it's a real thing you know it is a real thing and yeah it is and it, it was an extremely humbling experience and some something that definitely should be respected you know oh gosh yeah I mean I just think about the last time I was sick with common flu and being down for what three days is you're so lucky if you have someone around you that can take care of you and feed you you know when you and Tori are both sick are are people coming over and and giving you meals and how are you feeding yourselves yeah so we did a lot of delivery like there was a thank god I mean we are we live in a big city yeah pros and cons yeah (laughs) um but we we could have our groceries delivered we could have food delivered um, we have a great network of friends. I had a couple of friends drop like smoothies and fresh juices Aww. and stuff, which was really sweet. Uh, one of my dear friends, I got to give her a shout out, Mary Beth LaRue, who's been on the podcast oh, and yeah. she and her husband also, um, had COVID a couple of months ago and she was basically my rock during this entire thing. I kept texting her every day, like, oh my God, I'm feeling this. Or I'm really scared or Mm-hmm. Was is this normal? And she just kept validating, you know, um, certain symptoms or the way that I was feeling. You know, one of the things that people don't talk about is how depressed you get after COVID. Mm-hmm. It is a deep, in my experience, and the eight people in my current circle that have had it, uh-huh. 
all agree that this, there's this thing that's happened and you get very down and very depressed and it could just be think about the the physiological depletion of your right. body yeah you know you're totally just beaten down your your immune system everything's been shot and been stressed mm-hmm. so it makes sense to kind of go into this really down place after being so amped you know your heart's beating hard and your body's like just working extra and i definitely did feel that sense of sadness that sense of uh yeah like a depressed state and it's very real and i i wish that more people would be able to talk about this more openly because it helps to be able to talk to people you know i'll go back to what i was saying with with and with Mary Beth and a couple other friends, Tracy Stanley is another person that I was able to talk to during this time, like just people that I felt very held and supported by and that I can talk about how I was feeling and to know that there are other people out there who went through the same thing and Mm -hmm. and made it through, albeit with battle scars. (laughs) Yeah, but the fact that other people were able to go through it and get through it, um, really, it gave me some solace. You know? Yeah, yeah. I had, I had. This is the first I've heard of this, so yeah. I'm glad you're bringing it up here. Hey, friends, do you know the difference between an antiperspirant and a deodorant? Antiperspirants contain aluminum, which form a plug in your sweat glands to stop you from sweating. Native deodorant does not contain aluminum or parabens or sulfates. It's vegan and never tested on animals. Native just works to keep you smelling fresh all day long. Native deodorant is made with ingredients you've heard of like coconut oil and shea butter. You wear deodorant every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredients list? Making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean that you have to sacrifice on performance. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long. With over 10 scents, including their classics and rotating seasonals, you're guaranteed to find one that you love. Their classic scents include coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular and my favorite, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. Besides their classic deodorant, Native offers an unscented option and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. I've been using Native for many, many years now, and if you're like me and you want to cut down on plastic use, Native has a deodorant made of 100% paperboard packaging. You're going to love Native as much as I do. Right now, you can save 20% off of your first purchase. Go to nativedo.com forward slash loved or use promo code loved at checkout. That's nativedo.com forward slash loved or use promo code L-O-V-E-D at checkout to save 20% off of your first purchase. I used to feel completely drained and exhausted after my morning runs, but that's not the case anymore. I love Truniagen. Truniagen fuels the body's energy engines and maintains cellular metabolism and even supports heart health. I have way more energy now. With 11 published human clinical studies and backed by Nobel Prize winners, Truniagen is a supplement that's clinically proven to boost NAD levels, an essential coenzyme required for cellular health and repair. Since I started taking Truniagen, it really helps my muscles recover after I run or any time. 
I use my tonal. I just feel like I have more zest, more vitality, and I'm just really feeling like it's truly supporting my overall health. It only took a few weeks before I started to notice the difference. I even ordered some true niogen for my parents so that they can experience more sustained energy throughout the day. Right now, for all of our listeners, they're giving 10% off of your first purchase. All you need to do is go to trueniagen.com forward slash loved and use the code loved. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N.com forward slash loved. That's L-O-V-E-D to save 10% off of your first purchase. trueniagen.com forward slash loved use the code LOVED. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now back to our show. So you said after COVID, there's this feeling of depression. Yeah. Do you think that's also related to like the amount of time you're spending in bed and not able to, Oh, 100%. I mean, not really yeah, able I mean, to do anything. Look, neither of Tessa or I, this is Rosie speaking, we're not doctors, right? So I want to just make sure I'm not a therapist, I'm not a doctor, but I, I do believe in my experience that, yeah, of course, you're laying in bed, you're not able to do anything, especially somebody that's as active as Tori and I are. I, you know, it's like, I'm a runner. I go, yeah. I go for a run, I get on the Peloton, I get on the tonal, like, I love moving my body. I practice yoga every day. The fact that I wasn't able to move and do any of that, of course, it's going to affect. I mean, those are the things that increase serotonin mm -hmm. uh, in your body, you know, or even like hugging. Like I'm a big, I'm a big, I want to hug my boyfriend. And when he's feeling terrible and I'm feeling terrible, like there's not even that human oxytocin touch that you get, mm -hmm. you know? So of course, yes, it makes sense to feel down to feel depressed to feel a little bit disconnected because you're not doing the things that your body's used to doing now that being said thankfully the minute i started to feel better i mean i just would i would just even lay on on my mat like i would just lay on my mat i got a bio mat thank god like a couple of weeks before it so i've got my little bio mat i would just lay on there and just let myself just be there you know move my arms up and down just do the most minimal restorative movements which most of you know that i just like to do restorative anyway mm -hmm. um but i just did my best little by little um without overstraining myself because that was the other thing the minute i started to feel better mm -hmm. i was like oh got to start cleaning the house I, I had all the lysol and the clorox wipes yeah. everything i started to <laughs> literally clean every inch of this house because i'm like it's a petri dish there's coronavirus everywhere we've been like coughing and just touching everything so i started to go through and started to just clean everything and sweep those dog hair everywhere i mean like it was just our house was a wreck you know yeah and and then the minute i started to do that like halfway through i had to stop because i'm like oh no i felt good and now i don't feel okay it's like the energy's not there i mean think about it too i hadn't eaten in days mm -hmm. days without eating a solid meal, it was just like, oh, I can't even think about it. It still makes me sick. Like just like split yeah. pea soups and like just water. <laughs> it's really all, all that I could eat because nothing, first of all, I can taste anything. I uh -huh. smell anything. So nothing tasted or sounded good. I just had yeah. to basically force myself. I remember one, one morning I just felt, oh my goodness. Like I had, I had a fever. I didn't feel good. And I'm sitting on the couch at like 6 a.m. 
just eating bread just like <laughs> like putting bread in my mouth and like drinking Aww. water to like just get something in my stomach because I was just not hungry at all mm -hmm. you know so yeah not not a fun experience um I'm sure I'll be talking to my therapist about this for probably the rest of the year <laughs> yeah I bet and, um, I mean that's traumatic right I feel is. like there's we're going through this collective trauma 100 you know and then there's th this individual personal trauma that you're now dealing with and experiencing. Yes. How were, th were the doggies responsive to you? You know how animals sense yes. when you're sad. And oh, 100%. So you have three dogs right yeah, now, right? Yeah, we have right? three. So we have, we have Chowder, who's our, our boy we've had. We, we got him two years ago. Um, he's Aww. about two and a half years old. And uh, Rosie, who's e our friend Eli's dog um who he works with tori and he's he became a we befriended him at the dog park um last early last year and so yeah. now and he's and rosie um the white pity is chowder's like girlfriend so they're like <laughs> best friends and she basically lives here you know mm -hmm. basically does he would get mad if he heard this episode right now and heard me saying that but she lives here i mean she lives here she literally lives here like we feed her she has a bed here like she doesn't yeah. ever she doesn't ever go home <laughs> um and then we have brinks um he is also another rescue he's actually tori's younger brother's pitbull and uh his brother was actually moving away um to florida for work and so we ended up inheriting him a couple months ago he actually ended up uh coming back to LA but now we kept his dog so mm -hmm. we have three full grown ass pit bulls <laughs> in our house yeah <laughs> ranging from 65 to 85 pounds wow and you know you've seen oh I don't you didn't get to meet Brinks did you no you I didn't can... get to meet Brinks oh yeah but, next um, time <laughs> yeah he is just oh my goodness he's just a, such a sweet sweet boy they're all very sweet and yes they all knew that we were not well and actually you know we don't have a big house we have two bedrooms but tori and i actually slept separate for the first i don't know four or five days mm. because it just for some reason it just like felt better to not sleep in the same bed you know when you just mm -hmm. don't feel good and you just yeah. For me, I just like needed my space and he needed his space. So we just slept separately and, and we split the dogs up. So Tori actually got Rosie and I got both of the boys. So he got the girl and then I got both of the boys. Aww. And yeah, it was so interesting because Chowder is very hyperactive um, and still very much a puppy. Mm -hmm. And he was very uh, attentive to me. Mm -hmm. like kept curling up to me like just wanted to be on my legs like wanted to just be close to me the entire time and he definitely knew that something was not well and I would talk to him I'd tell him I'm like I have this thing called coronavirus and I'm sick and I'm sorry because I feel so bad because it's my running buddy you know yeah. so he's not been on a run and I just I feel totally bad for not being able to like walk the dogs and take them out but obviously we wanted to wait until the doctor said it was clear for us to go out in the world, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet, though. I know. They're just, oh, God, they're the best. I mean, they really are, like, the only thing that have kept me sane during this time, you know? And oh, again, my gosh. Yeah. Just, I feel for every single person out there in the world who has had to deal with this thing by themselves. Like, mm-hmm. if that's you, if, if one of you you know in our community has gone through it and you need a chat please let me know like let us know i you should never feel like you're alone one of the things that really helped me as i said earlier was just knowing that i had a really great beautiful community that was there for me that was sending me good good juju good vibes and was really just present and willing to yeah, come by and bring supplies or bring us a juice or, you know, just really show up for us. I think it's really important to to know that you're supported, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you said about just when you're going through something that you've never experienced before and it's like, is this normal? You know, is this what I'm supposed to be feeling like? It's so nice to be able to have a soundboard of somebody else who's been through it to just be like, you're going to be okay. It's part of the process. You know, we're all figuring it out together. Obviously, Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like, we are all figuring it out together. And I think that every individual is going to move through the motions of the tumult that is happening in this time with the world and our communities. And I, again, I implore every single person to remember who and what we are and what we're here to do and how important it is to take care of each other, Mm -hmm. to have compassion, to have empathy, to be responsible, to care for other people, to fucking wear a mask when you're around other people, like things that are more about taking care of the whole as opposed to taking Mm -hmm. care of the individual. I think it's so important. And, um, I'm obviously still learning what my lessons have been during this process. It has been absolutely a very transformative process for me. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine that for the millions of people out there dealing with the same thing, it's going to be the same for them. And I want every single person, regardless of what you, what aisle, what side of the aisle you stand in, if you've gone through COVID, um, I feel for you. I feel for the people that have lost loved ones. Um, it's such an, a terrible virus. Um, but for the people that made it through, we're here. We all need to be here for each other. And I just, I think it's so important to continue to reach out to other people and, and let people know that we're, we're here for the greater good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important right now. I, I feel there's almost like this energy that seems to expand and contract between it's like this balance between feeling polarizing and um, very scary to hopeful and transitional, like uh, something better is coming. Yeah. And, and maybe this is me and my experience as I navigate through this personally, but I, I don't know. I don't think I'm alone in that feeling of, like one day it's like, oh gosh, with the weather, you know, it's really hot. It's record-breaking triple-digit weather. There's fires everywhere. There's a pandemic. Um, and then some days it's like, all I have to do is look up at the sky and it's a beautiful sunset and I can hear the birds chirping and there's a breeze and, and there's hope, you know? So it's kind of like, 
how do we navigate through this? We're finding this balance and, and the world is shifting and changing around us. But one thing's for sure is that we, we have to remember that we're all human and we're all having this human experience. Um, and I think one thing that helps me kind of maintain that mindset is instead of coming from a place of judgment or instead of when I feel that reaction, because sometimes it's a knee jerk reaction to feel judgmental. Yes. And I try not to act on that. Instead, I try to shift that um, knee jerk reaction from you should have done this. You should have done that to, oh, isn't that interesting? And coming from a place of like curiosity and wanting to learn more. Um, I find that really softens things and allows for more learning um, and hopefully more connection with one another. Yes, 100%. I think the connection that you said, that's the key, right? It's our ability to expand, to, Mm -hmm. to be expansive. And that's what mindfulness, yoga, meditation, that's what that's all about, you know, to be able to refrain from that reactivity and act from a place of love and compassion as opposed to a place of righteousness and judge and and being judgmental Mm -hmm. um yeah so so good tess and so important and here's a silver lining thank god tori and i are better Mm -hmm. and we're feeling better every day and one of the main things that I was able to do that started to make me feel better instantly was get off my fucking phone mm. and not go and read all the ways that things could go wrong mm-hmm. and all the reasons why this is happening and this is not happening. I just turned it off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I cannot. You need to focus. You need to tune in and let yourself be in the present moment. Talk to people on the phone, listen to voices, like have a conversation with people who have gone through this, who are professionals, who are doctors, who are out in the world, you know, doing great work that will make you feel better and not things that you will find make you feel worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of hope for the future. I, I do trust and believe that we will all get better at some point. I know that this is one of those lulls that we're in collectively because there's a huge surge because people were out and about. And now, of course, we're going to have a surge of COVID and it's going to go in a wave again. And I just, I know that things will get better and we have to just focus on on the good and and the things that we're grateful for every morning when i would wake up as bad as i would feel i would ask tori i'm like what are you grateful for today Mm -hmm. like what are you grateful for right now and i would try and just focus on that it's like okay i'm grateful that i was able to wake up today (laughs) or i'm grateful that i was able to actually get up and go to the bathroom you know like Mm -hmm. as little as it might be i'm grateful that i could hear the birds right outside my window whatever it was it really helped shift things moment by moment minute by minute even second by second so thank you all so much for listening to this episode um i i hope that this gives some respite to people out there who have gone through the same thing um we love you all so much i am 100 percent, 1000 percent grateful for this community and for all of you 
being here and for your support and for your well wishes. Uh, I, I pray that you're all safe, that you all stay well and healthy, and we look forward to being back next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.